This podcast is brought to you by Pastor Stormy Swan and Faith Christian Family Church of Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com. You got your Bible? Go with me to the book of Psalms, chapter 95. Psalms, the 95th Psalm. Now, this was really easy tonight. This was an easy one that just, just easy in the area just to give thanks to God. And so, you know, as we're turning to Psalm 95, King David made a, a, a comment in Psalm 23. He said, surely God's goodness and his mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Surely his goodness and his mercy will follow me all the days of my life. So, so David was aware of God's steadfast commitment, his covenant. That was his prayer. His goodness and his mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And so when we begin to see this, when, when life uh, comes around in certain areas and we have the opportunity to bless someone, how does it make you feel when, when they don't give due respect back to you, due honor back to you? That make us feel good. And so even in Psalms 100, Evan quoted it earlier, he says, I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So again, I, I think this needs to be the, the theme of tonight. Man, we're going to learn what it is to give God thanks and honor. So we begin in Psalms 95, verse 1. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord, and let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and let us shout joyfully him with psalms. Now, he, he uses the word sing, he uses the word shout twice. He uses the word thanksgiving. How do you do every one of those? How do you shout? How do you sing? How do we give thanks? They come out of our mouth. And they are an overflow of our heart. Actually, Matthew 12, 34 says, Out of the abundance of my heart, my mouth will speak. And so there ought to be singing, there ought to be shouting, and there ought to be thanksgiving. Now the word thanksgiving right here, it means thanks, it means adoration, it means praise. The verb for thanksgiving is a Hebrew word called yada, not yoda, yada. The word yada itself means to give thanks and to give praise. The root of the word yada is a word yad, Y-A-D. The word yad literally means a hand. So when you talk about thanksgiving right here, the biblical expression of yada, raise my hands. Raise my hands with thanks. Raise my hands with singing. So again, if you've never raised your hands to the Lord or you've never been around a church that does it, that is biblical, okay? It's a form of worship and praise. It's almost like when you do this, this is the same uh, illustration that children do to a mom or dad. If I was uh, to run up to a parent and do this, what does that say? It says, Lord, pick me up. Pick me up, Daddy. Pick me up. And so even in this area right here, he's saying, Yod, get your hands up. Get your hands up to God. Honor Him. Give Him thanks. Now, this verse right here is translated or transferred. It's cross-referenced. In the book of Jeremiah chapter number 33. So if you want to follow me, go to the book of Jeremiah 33. 
And let's just see what it says. Jeremiah 33. You know, when you give people always what they demand or want, even your children, if you're not careful, you teach them to grow up with a spirit of an entitlement or a mentality that says, I deserve it. And when I live in that way or that arena that I deserve it, that spirit of entitlement, we rob ones of the greatest virtue that they can have, and it's a heart of gratitude. Something happens when, when, when I have a heart of gratitude. I'll give you an illustration of that as you're going to Jeremiah 33. It's exactly what happened with the Israelites. God blessed them over and over again. He took care of them with food. He took care of them with clothing. He led them around with a cloud. Told them where to go. He put shoes on them. It said they wore those same shoes for, for year after year. They'd never wear out. They begin to bellyache and they begin to complain instead of showing God gratitude. Jeremiah 33, verse 11. This is where this cross verse, uh, references it to. The voice of joy, the voice of gladness. The voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride. The voice of those who will say, praise the Lord of hosts. For the Lord is good, for his mercy endures forever. And of those who will bring the sacrifices of praise into the house of the Lord. For I will cause the captives of the land to return as at the first, says the Lord. So every time we come in here, it becomes a choice to offer the sacrifice of praise. Something happens here when I open my mouth with, with gladness. When I open my mouth with joy. Now I want you to go to one more passage tonight. And we're going to be here just a little while. Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter number 17. Talking about Thanksgiving. Enter his gates with Thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Luke 17, verse 11. Now it happened as Jesus went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. I want to highlight just a little bit here. If, if you study the, the Bible... The Jews and the Samaritans didn't like each other at all. Actually, normally, a, a Jew, in order to get to Galilee, instead of going through Samaria, he would go the long way around just because he didn't want to have to go around them and intermingle with them. But it's interesting here, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he goes right into Samaria. He goes into that territory. So he's going through there, and it says, Then he entered a certain village... And there met him ten men who were lepers. Now, in our society here in America, very seldom do you see a leper. But there are 21 different afflictions that go with leprosy. And when you talk about lepers here, a, a leper was very a, a very painful disease. Physically, you could tell them apart one way because the spots on their bodies. But often that the disease of leprosy would, would literally eat off a finger. They wouldn't have toes. Many times they said of a leper that the tip of their nose would even be gone. That their earlobes could be gone. And so you can imagine the physical pain of that. But also the emotional pain. Because he says there, there was ten lepers and they stood afar off. The reason they stood afar off 
is they weren't allowed to intermingle or go into the city. They couldn't go around people. So the emotional pain of you can't go near your family. Thanksgiving, you're not invited. You can't come because you are, are viewed as unclean. It was such a bad disease that if I had that disease and Roxanne was walking toward me, I would have to start yelling out, unclean, unclean. I would have to identify myself to her. So now not only are you physically hurting, you're cast away emotionally. You talk about a lonely life. So here we read here, there's ten of them. Verse 13. And they lifted up their voices. They lifted up their voices. And they said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Now, just think about this right here. They're not quiet. They see Jesus. And I believe they had been told about Jesus. And it's interesting to me, how did they identify Jesus? They said, Jesus, Lord, Master. Well, they're looking to Jesus and they're calling out to Him. Verse 14. So when He saw them, when He saw them, He noticed them. Now as a leper, again, for, for a human being to notice you, but in particular for Jesus to know you, oh my, can you imagine what they did? We got Jesus' attention. And when he saw them, he said to them, he spoke to them. And Jesus said, pipe down, you idiots. He didn't say that. He didn't look at them and say, listen, you knuckleheads, once a leper, you're always a leper. Suck it up and leave me alone. Jesus had time even for the lepers. And Jesus saw them. He noticed them. And Jesus said to them, Go show yourselves to the priest. Now in Jesus' goodness and Jesus' mercy, not only does he notice them, he speaks to them and he says, Boys, go show yourselves to the priest. Now, you know, the only reason you would go show yourself to the priest was that you were clean or the leprosy was in remission. Now, Jesus is telling it to them, go show yourself to the priest. So, you know what Jesus is telling them? I've healed you. It'd been very easy for one of them to say, hey, listen, Larry. He's not going to make a fool of me. I'm not going to go show myself to the priest. You don't go to the priest until you're clean. But Jesus says, go show yourself to the priest. Now watch this. And so it was, as they went, as they obeyed the words of Jesus, they were cleansed. Ooh. Now, here I want you to put yourself in the position of a leper here. Can you imagine what Jesus' words meant to him? Someone that was an outcast. Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. And they obey what the king said. And as they're walking to the priest, it said they were healed. 
the spots started leaving. The pain started leaving. Now, I don't know about you. I could do a cartwheel right now just talking about that. That's the goodness of God. That's the goodness of God right there. And he goes on to say there in verse 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he returned. He returned. So it tells me the other nine didn't return. So you know what I believe the other nine did? I believe they ran to their families. I believe they ran to their loved ones. But this one returned. And not only did he return... And with a loud voice, he glorified God. He wasn't quiet. He glorified God. He was so appreciative and so thankful. And he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. Now, can you imagine this? Jesus tells him to go. He's going. He gets healed. And the minute he realizes he healed, he does a U-turn. And he starts back going back to Jesus. And not only does he glorify him with a loud voice. He bows with his face onto the ground. And he begins to give him thanks. When's the last time we've been that excited about giving Jesus thanks? Woo. So he gives him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Now, I want to highlight that because remember a minute ago, we started with the Samaritans. And the Samaritans couldn't stand the Jews, and the Jews couldn't stand the Samaritans. But here, this Samaritan who would be viewed as a sinner, he came back and gave the Lord glory and honor. And so it goes on to say, so Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the other nine? Now, this was Jesus' words. And so he sees this one giving him praise, and he looks and says, were there not ten? See, the point of this right here is, Jesus knows those who give him thanks. He didn't take away the healing from the other nine, but he sure did note that one. And so now we go back and we look. All ten of them were lepers. All ten of them stood afar off. All ten of them cried out to him at the same time. Jesus, have mercy on them. All ten he noticed. And all ten were healed as they went. But only one took the time to say, Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we look here and we see nine ignored him. Now here's where we jump into the story. What do you resemble? Do you resemble the nine? Or do you resemble the one? See, in our lives, it's very, very easy to not express gratitude. I don't want to be that way. I mean, it's a, it's a big deal to praise God. It's a big deal. I, I mean to have a heart in it. And again, many of you, you've heard me say this before. Man, we, we get crazy at ball games. 
I, I know guys who every time there's an MMA fight, they watch. And not only they're watching, they're up there Hong Kong and fooing themselves. That's pretty impressive, wasn't it? We get excited about dancing with the stars. We get excited about the prices, right? We scream when they win. Ah! Yeah, jump in here with me. But again, oh, we can't be that way within the church. We can't express it. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. And I think God begins to eat it up. Listen to this statement that I read the other day. It says, having gratitude and not expressing it or voicing it is like wrapping a gift but never giving it. Ooh. Many of you remember this song. It says, every blessing you pour out to me, I'll turn back to praise. I'll turn back to praise. Thank you for listening today. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com.